Hello, everybody, and welcome to the American Horror Story podcast, the officially unofficial podcast. Don't you for... mean welcome back? Well, yes. Come back. There, I have. I, I have a. I have a spiel that I try to do every single time. I'm kind of rusty. Once again, welcome to the American Horror Story podcast, the officially unofficial podcast for the American Horror Story television show on FX on Bald Move. <laughs> I'm your host, Aaron. And I'm Cecily. And we are, as Cecily said, we're back. We're back. We thought we weren't going to be back, and now we're back. And I never doubted it. Uh, I mean, I, I mean, I maybe pulled like a violent move in uh, American Horror Story Season 1 Murder House, where I thought that maybe, and I'm going to say right now, spoilers for all seasons. Just up front, all seasons, we're going to spoil them all. Um... But I pulled a violet, and you know, I thought for a while that um, I was dead, but it turned, or I mean, that I was alive, but it turns out I was dead and stuck in this place this entire time. But you don't know anything about American Horror Story Season 1, do you, Aaron? I don't know why you're playing dumb, because. Uh, I'm just setting you up to bowl these people <laughs> over. Yeah, no, thanks, thanks, all you bastards and or bitches, as the case may be, for, for uh, hounding me to watch the first two seasons of American Horror Story. Of course. Uh, one of the charms of our podcast is I've never seen the first two uh, seasons, and now I have. I now I have. In the last three weeks, we've marathoned season one, season two. I'm sure it's going to come up throughout our coverage. Uh, I didn't care much yes. for Murder House. I really liked Asylum. Uh, they both suffer from the Murphy affliction of just losing their goddamn mind mm-hmm. halfway through and, and being crazy. Right. But I don't know. Maybe that's... Uh, I'm... I'm starting to become open to the idea that that's a feature and not a bug. Right. Like, you know, I mean, this, none of these shows as a consequence can be taken too seriously, but right. um, they are going to spiral out of the control. I feel like this this season might spiral out sooner <laughs> than, because I, I don't, I feel like, I feel like Ryan Murphy got bored of his premise halfway through the premiere episode and right. he's like, oh, you know, let's oh, mix oh, it up. Before let's we start talking it about it. They in the, in the preseason sort of like talks and things like that. They said that seasons one and three, Murder House and Coven, were going to feature prominently. But I am already getting the feeling that Asylum has a lot to do with this, and maybe that's wild speculation. I mean, don't be shy. You've got a, a theory that the two uh, teenagers. Oh, I wasn't gonna. I wasn't gonna put it up front. Oh, you're gonna. Uh, the, two, I, I, the, the the two <laughs> teenagers are picked up as survivors for uh, the Outpost Three are the alien babies. Yeah. from from the Asylum season. Yeah, I, I, uh, my my initial speculation from watching the teaser trailer was that they grew up together and they were twins and mm-hmm. they were gonna be taken into the special captivity together, mm-hmm. but um. Now I'm thinking they're twins separated at birth. But they weren't separated been... at birth, right? Like, didn't we see them? I mean, they they literally weren't separated at birth, right? It'd be like separated as one-year-olds? Okay, or... uh, yeah, okay. Okay. Yeah, that's what I meant. Separated <laughs> right. at a time when you really can't remember much, I guess. Okay. Um, they were separated and uh, they grew up in two different um, houses and they are being re- reunited because they have... Um, what alien, do they call it? Like, special yeah. uh, DNA or like special? They got alien baby DNA. Gifts, something like that. Big dick energy. <laughs> big dick. Is that's what, what, is what they were that's testing what it was. for. It was yeah. Big yeah, dick yeah, energy. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. 
<laughs> They're just um, loaded with that BDE. Especially because when they pick up the Timothy, which um, is a little suspiciously close to the name Thomas. Oh, no, wait. I'm getting this confused. But, um, <laughs> I was going to say, it's kind of? No, 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 no. I was remembering an, e- an early theory I was working on. They When they pick up when they pick up this boy, Timothy, from the home, mm-hmm. they uh, the mother and father or the brother say, well, why not me? Why can't you take me too? And they say, it, uh, your DNA is not identical. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, and then they pick up this other. I thought that was a weird thing to state because I didn't think they're those, not identical. No, they're not identical twins at all. It's like they're. In fact, I thought the other guy is very clearly like two, three years younger. So like, you guys are not identical. It's like that was a very weird statement, you know? Right. Exactly. So you're telling me every other person that they picked up to put in the shelter has identical DNA? That's literally not possible. Oh, I don't think. No. I well. I mean, I guess it's like a weird. <laughs> it was a very weird statement for them to say. Right, and very specific. So that's what makes me think that maybe these two are. Well, they still wouldn't be identical. I was but lo- you know, I, I'm I'm trying to think how Ryan Murphy would. <laughs> I was looking for. I was looking for the kid that's picked up to somehow be the demon baby from season one. Um, and I wonder because, like, uh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Like, I when you told me your theory, that immediately made a lot of sense. Now, the preseason hype was that this was going to be a crossover of season one and season three. I. I don't see how they're going to bring... Like, I, I believe that, okay, the demon baby, sure, that fits in the apocalypse. I don't see how the witches are going to be involved at all, especially since most of the, uh, you know, central characters, they've already, you know, they've already recast Sarah Paulson uh, as uh, the, the headmistress of this uh, lab, and they recast Kathy Bates as her right-hand woman. So, like... I don't think we're going to have... Um, what do you mean by recast? I mean, they're, they're already playing character. I mean, they can't be the Supreme and Madam. <sighs> yeah, I'm just not seeing the, the witch crossover. I mean, the it was interesting because the title sequence was an interesting combination and riffing of Season 1 and Season 3's. Like, Season 3's my favorite credit sequence, and I recognize the skeletal right, devil spreading its yeah. That was the other thing I wanted to wings. talk to you about, is that I, I thought that there would be some like crossover imagery from... Um, any of the other uh, previous intros, but I mm-hmm. think the only things I recognized were from Coven. No, there was definitely a couple of pictures of like babies that was from season one, like like the you know the old tiny like pictures of babies. No, 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 old time pictures of like, babies in mm. frames. Okay. Um. So like they're taking that and like some of the devil imagery uh, from season three, but like yeah, I I I'm not. I'm not even seeing where witches would fit in at all. Um, I'm super, I mean, it would be super cool to have like some kind of witches in post apocalypse kind of thing going on, but I'm just not, not seeing how that's going to, going to happen. Uh, you know, we haven't already talked about what we thought of this, you know, we're, we're eight minutes into this and we've talked about everything, (laughs) but what we actually thought of the premiere episode of season eight apocalypse, uh, any, any first thoughts? It was a little boring. Yeah? Yeah. Um, I don't feel like it gave me much to, like, sort of sink my teeth into. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was oddly I've, paced. It was It was oddly paced. I feel like everyone is playing a very big character, which is um, an interesting way to start and a very Brian Murphy thing to do, but um, I... I 
you also need a reason to invest. Mm-hmm. And I don't see why I should care about any of these privileged person's uh, plight. Right. I mean, but you, maybe that's the point. I, yeah, I guess because they don't, they're not, they, they, everyone seems like they're just despicable except for the boy and girl that were picked up at, at the very beginning that like, you know, are purples by merit rather than, than money. Um, but like what I mean by the odd pacing is when we were watching and they talked about how like the missile is going to hit in less than in, in an hour, I'm like, Oh, well this is interesting. We're going to see the end of the world through these vignettes that we're seeing in LA and that's going to be the whole hour. Then before the credit sequence, LA gets exploded, and then we're in section, you know, we're in outpost three, and I'm like, okay, well, we're going to get to know this place. But then they skip four weeks ahead. They start running out of food. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Like it's weird that like I, I th- 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 it they, seems they like skipped ahead two weeks, and then they skipped eighteen months. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like and and that was weird. And there's just like a voiceover passage of time. These people rationing their kisses and. You know, it, yeah, uh, yeah. and I didn't like what, what, ra- what ration your kisses to once a week or once a day just to be sure, just to be sure of what it's, the role, the, the, the rule was no, uh, unlike un, unauthorized copulation, not osculation. Like, the, I think kisses are free, right? It's like, um, Ryan Murphy writing glee fan fiction about a fault in our stars fan fiction. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, yeah, no, I, 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 I think that tracks. I think I, that tracks. I mean, I think that they are really, really trying to get us to fall in love with this young couple because teenage love is so innocent and so pure, and they're going to start a whole new world. Yeah, but they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna drop an incest bomb on us that I'm not ready to take. Like I, I was prepared for yeah, the LA nuclear sure, explosion. Sure. I'm. Um, uh, I'm not ready to take that one. I mean, incest is inexplicably, inexplicably hot right now. I don't get it, but it's, it seems like it's everywhere. And these are like, I guess, half brothers plus or half brother, sister. Plus you got, if your theory's right. If, oh yeah. Yeah. Right. Plus, you know, they got the alien DNA, but like, I, that's what I mean. Like, like also Murphy kind of got bored of like three different premises because I felt like, <laughs> You know the reveal that Kathy Bates and Sarah Paulson are just fucking with the people. Mm-hmm. That might that that felt like a like an episode three reveal. You know, like like that you would see like just them living under this like harsh conditions because it's survival and all that. And uh, you uh, know, and it's like it's it's so weird that like uh, they're doing this this uh, co- this collective and everyone's yeah. everyone's dressing like Downton Abbey by way of southern gothic style and like why is sarah paulson and kathy choosing to steampunk yeah why are they choosing to do that and like the technology is the problem so we're using uh we're using candlelight but we also have modern plumbing and showers and things and i'm pretty sure that requires technology like water pumps and electricity and whatnot maybe they're right maybe there's some kind of water mill or or horse drawn thing or whatever i the 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 episode did feel like it was just bursting with like I, I felt like we burnt through five episodes with the content because and like I haven't gotten a handle of any of these situations and they keep introducing new people introducing new people and then at the end when they're running out of food they introduce this creepy long haired dude that's coming from the collective and just when Sarah Paulson and Kathy Bates thought that they were <laughs> going to be able to run roughshod over the right. people I don't know. Um, the poor man's discount, uh, Gary Oldman in Dracula. <laughs> yeah, he is. Yeah. 
Yeah, you give him a top right. hat and purple purple John Lennon glasses, right. and he and literally his, is. He came, and his horses were a sacrifice to whatever kind of <laughs> right. forest monsters right. are also a thing. I've crossed and you know what? oceans I think, of time. Honestly, too. I think that's the reason why I'm going to end up loving this season, because um, it's very asylum-like already. We've got all kinds of weird shit that you can't explain, and all kinds of things that really should be you know, separate sort of uh, f- uh, fictional kind of universes mm-hmm. like Asylum was aliens and 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 Cronenbergian monsters and nuns and things well, like that, and I think that's where we're headed this season. I, you know, <clears throat> I thought that watching the first few American horror stories, there was always a core of an idea that like Murphy had had like pretty pretty fleshed out. The first four to six episodes are always like. You're introduced to this thing, and here's the characters, and like you know, like Asylum, for example, is like about Lana being unjustly imprisoned with these other three people, and how why are they going to survive? And how, and then you know, Satan invades a nun, and aliens come, and there's an alien doctor, and Murf- Murphy kind of loses the script. Same way, like in in Coven, you had this conventional kind of like. Uh, a, a, a witch supreme is losing her fastball and who she's going to be replaced by and there's like intrigue and she's not ready to go and then things get crazy there like this episode this season feels like i i, I it, it, this felt like um a lot of ryan murphy like clear in his throat like he hasn't he, he hasn't started saying what he actually wants to say this season because this hour was completely unfocused um right. We do have um, the two protagonists we're supposed to identify with, but I don't really care about them. I don't really care about the romance. And uh, and we already know that this has been already greenlit for two more seasons. Right. So if I didn't know better, I would think that this is him trying to wrap up loose ends. Like, all right, I'm going to start tying this stuff back together and we're going to get to some sort of conclusion. Yeah. Satisfying or not, it's going to be fun and it's going to be a blast, which is what we're all here for. Right. Um, but well, We got the blast. <laughs> um, but, you know, it's like it's weird because, like, clearly one of the big inspirations for this season was the Hawaii missile test that okay. went awry. Yeah. Like, I don't know whether Mark Ryan Murphy was <clears throat> on the beach of Oahu when he got that. And, and, like, he just, you know, was like, just, oh, my God. And, like, the inspiration hit him. But, like, it's so weird that. And, oh, man. Um, I feel like so much got yada yadded through as far as, like, the, the last minutes of L.A. and what happened to the rest of the world that we are going to be treated to the other, like, Murphy hallmark, which is just bouncing all over the time. Like, we're going to be treated to a lot of. You know, two days before the missile blast, right, and twenty-four hours that... before the missile blast, and three minutes before the missile blast, and two weeks <laughs> after in the wasteland, because he yeah. hasn't, he he can't be bothered to actually come up with a timeline and an efficient way to introduce characters. Yeah, it's all stream yeah. of consciousness. Yeah, because if you think two minutes of Billy Eichner is all you're getting this season, then you're out your goddamn mind. <laughs> right, right, yeah, right. Yeah. Well, we can it, hope. <laughs> If you think the story has a happy ending, you haven't been paying attention. Uh huh. Uh huh. But there's got to be like you know another like there's got to be a mutant faction. The witches have to be involved somewhere. None of that stuff is no, none. I see what you did. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. None, none of, of that stuff. There's I mean, no nuns. None of that stuff this, is these black and white teenagers of approximate age are the alien twins. I mean, I, mean, yeah. I don't. But there is something interesting about the black and white 
imagery of that. I keep because, saying they're twins. I, I'm aware that they are half yeah. brothers. And uh, well, if that's if your crazy fucking dead man's brew theory is right, but like <laughs> um, there it was some interesting dead imagery. Man's probe. There is some interesting imagery that and from the like the preseason teasers where they had like a white scorpion and a black black scorpion squaring off and mm-hmm. like stabbing each other in oh, front of a, stuff. in front of a nuclear. But I think it's interesting that you've got you know a black and white protagonist and you know you, you did mention something that like because you said the demon child's name was Thomas and this kid's name is Timothy. Uh-huh. Like you made a joke about that being kind of close and i'm like i you know what if this what if this kid is the the evil baby from the first season and the girl is like some kind of virtuous baby like maybe she's half of the ailer maybe she's just she's just going to be the opposite of the antichrist but i feel like i've been made fun of the last few seasons for like trying to glean things from these little mini teaser trailers but I, there's all it's it there's always something there there's always Who's something made there. fun of you you have, and many of the listeners. Like, it's all on tape. We recorded all these things. You can go back and listen to the library to see people like, oh, Airhan, you think a dog's going to die this season just because there's a dead dog in the credits? Womp, womp, dogs oh, die. Oh, I mean, like, the credits and the teaser trailers, that's different. Ah, uh, no, but there's definitely, you know, like, the, like, oh, there's teeth in the Roanoke. The teeth was, like, I'm not going to say it's a big thing, but it did presage, like, the rain of teeth that we got in that one episode. Like, I think there is going to be some kind of... You know, black and whatnot. It could not. It might not be deliberately like white skin, black skin, but there's going to be some kind of duality. Right. I think they're doing yin and yang, good mm-hmm. and evil. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. You've got your crazy alien baby theory. I got my crazy. Uh, this uh, the, these these two these two children well, are representing some pitch kind of. Was that your idea agreed with mine? Well, I mean, it doesn't. It, it could. Okay. But it doesn't have to be. That's what I'm saying. Like, gotcha. I mean, obviously, they can't both be right. If Timothy is the demon baby and the uh, what's the no, what's the, I do not think Timothy's the demon baby. Well, I might. Okay. Which means our theories are not not entirely compatible. Do you think? There was uh, the sequence of emergency decontamination that we later found out was just Kathy Bates and Sarah Paulson fucking with the survivors. Um, they eat. Th- they eat that guy, right? Yes. Um, I guess, there was but a- I guess there's a certain amount of radiation that they are all already exposed to. So yeah. they set the sensors extra high, so it would. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, you can make it, like, a banana has got a ton, like, you know, uh, a lot of, like, the, the potassium isotope in it is radioactive. So right. if you ate, like, 500 pounds of bananas, it might kill you. Mm-hmm. I think she's saying that she just set the sensitivity such that just background radiation would go off. So you're right. These people, so they're, like, they're not, they weren't even. banana in his hair. So when they went, they I, set I it extra if, high and put it over his head that they were, like, oh, I just think as die. she moved it by this guy, she thumbed the radiation thing to, to, like a lower sensitivity or higher sensitivity so it went off and then they kill so she this guy's not radioactive the meat was safe to eat i mm-hmm. guess the real question is why would they drag both of them off and only kill one of them maybe just to make it look good so the guy can say oh yeah they took us for scrubbing and they scrubbed this guy and he still wasn't and um i don't know enough about um the dead man's lover that he left behind we don't know anything right yeah. um except that they seem to be very much in love, except mm. well, except for the fact that there was some implied cheating going on because ah. of the shared radiation of those two. Ah, mm. um, uh, well, right. 
Yeah, so um, I'm I'm not sure the significance of that yet, mm-hmm. but I don't know. It, were they trying to make everyone at the dinner table believe that that man had run off and escaped? Or that he was so positive for radiation they had to kill him, and then... Well, I mean, they killed him right in front of Evan Peters. Right, and so. he's also now at the dinner table. So right. if you all truly believe that he deserved to die because he had so much radioactive contamination, then why are you eating him now hmm. and okay with it? Well, because, like, they, they... That's what I'm saying. Like, it is an odd scene because they made the play that... uh you know, obviously this isn't his flesh because he was contaminated. We wouldn't eat contaminated, but we also know it's not contaminated. I mean, I don't know because it's it's so weird because Sarah Paulson and like uh, Kathy Bates like dressing up in their purple dress. Like I, I just it's such a weird scenario because like they have realized all the other shelters have fallen except for a few others, and like the the collective is just falling apart. So they got no bosses. So their idea of fun is dressing all in purple mm. and. I guess eating these guys when the half cubes run out. Like, I, what is their long term plan? Like, I feel like, especially when they flash forward eighteen months and they're really running out of food, they're down to like you know one third of a rations. Number one, none of these people look like they're starving. No. Uh, number two, like Sally or at least Kathy Bates is ex military. Why aren't they like organizing sorties in like hazmat to go out and look for su- supplies and whatnot? You know, like canned foods, maybe you can find stuff that's like lightly irradiated or something because like it's it's for a fact you're going to die if you run out of food. So it's like so weird, like you know they're just essentially wearing their frilly purple stuff and teeheeing about how pretty they look. But why don't they try to do something with their power? Well, I mean that's the point. Is it? Yes. What's the point? These are all um, exceptional people. <clears throat> the well, elite. They're genetically superior. Um, whatever. I feel like whatever, there's whatever only two terms. elites. The others are people that bought their way in, right? There's no way those two gay, the Perhaps. two gay lovers, were happened to be the elite. Well, then that then makes them elite as well. I guess they, they paid the I elite price. Exactly. The elite price is that you don't have to worry, uh-huh. and um, you will be taken care of eventually, it's, which was kind of true because someone did show up at the end to give them an update. Yeah, I guess. But also he did say that multiple other outposts had been overrun. So how does that happen? I don't and, know. And um, there's a certain al- amount of delusion that goes along with being in the elite. And I think that's his message. I also felt like there wasn't enough people. Like there should be more than like a dinner table's worth of people. <laughs> exactly. And like twice as many of those grays and maybe half that many of security personnel. Like it, it would, I think it would suit Murphy's style better if there was like just hundreds, so he could just throw in characters whenever he wanted to. Right, but we know about uh, at the end of this episode, we know about six outposts. Right, is the- that in this county of California? Uh, is that in this city? Is that in the state of California? I mean, they so, flew, so I don't even think they're in California anymore. Right. Uh, I don't. I don't think we really know the scope. Also, like, how- why did the guy? The guys in Hong Kong, and he can't get to a rich guy. There's no rich guys in Hong Kong. I know that's not true. Like, is this a U.S. kind of thing? I, th- I thought it's because it's also it's ran by what the twelve. Wasn't it the like the twelve smartest, most superior people in the world? Like, I think it's going to be entertaining to see when we finally meet those people. And I yeah. hope there's like. 
you know, are there going to be like some fun cameos? Or are they going to get like Elon Musk's? Because like, Elon Musk, if Ryan Murphy called him and said, "Hey, I want you to be like one of the twelve superior minds," he would, you know, he would fucking, he would, he would, he would show up. He 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 would he would hang up the phone. There would be an Elon Musk shaped cloud of smoke, like Wiley Coyote, <laughs> where he was standing, and he would be on the set. Like mm-hmm. he would get on a supersonic Tesla jet, electric jet, and mm-hmm. he would be on the set like thirty seconds later. Yeah, I mean those new Tesla models can go from zero to American Horror Story in like <laughs> yeah, two seconds. Nothing, nothing. <laughs> I just wonder if like like because they they dropped a couple bits of world building, like that this was all started by these twelve smartest genius people. Um, I'm interested in seeing how that goes. There's also like this weird mental telepathy or ghost voice that's after Timothy already. Because I was kind of bummed out, like in the first twenty minutes, I'm like, man, I wonder if well, how I'm gonna feel if there's like no supernatural to this season at all. That I mean, it can't be because season, the combination of season one and season three, it's all supernatural, right? Right. But so then when like the voices started speaking to him in the bathroom, I'm like, okay, well, this is kind of interesting. Is mm-hmm. this the Antichrist power? Is this is he's getting his big dick energy from the Antichrist? <laughs> like what, what's happening? Uh, or the Christ, Christ. Yeah, I don't know. right. Like if he's the good guy, yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah. I it's 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 um. It felt like an honestly, mostly it felt like an excuse to bottle up this thing and only have like two or three sets. So because that's essentially what Outpost Three is, you right? Know? Yeah. I mean, it seemed like a very um, cheap episode to film, honestly. Right, and a uh, uh, very like condensed. Like we said, it was a very kind of boring uh pilot episode for american it, it, horror it's story boring, it's just like it, I, I mean i think it's too I, overstuffed yeah. like there's too many like none of the concepts were allowed to breathe it's like just as when we get like okay evacuating the city destroying la that might be a fun episode nope that's the first 10 right, minutes but listen imagine this yeah i'm trying ryan I'm trying murphy hard. is doing the thing that he usually does every season of american horror story and that is he gets uh three quarters of the way through and then is like, uh, here's a shiny object, and I'm gonna. I gonna disagree. Just switch gears. I, I think the first. What if he's getting it out of his system early on, right now, hmm. and he's just like doing all these shifting gears in the first episode, and maybe the first couple of episodes is this, and then maybe we'll get like a cohesive season for the rest. Hmm. Huh? 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 You ever think about that? Uh, huh? I think it's more likely that he just started hitting Adderall early, and he's just never going to quit. <laughs> Because, like, I mean, I don't know. Maybe he's like, okay, okay, just wait. Just wait. I got to get all these concepts out on the table, and then they're going to come together in a new interesting way. But, like, But I got to ask again, like, why does he even want to do this anymore? I don't know. Like, why? also, because, um, like, the other thing is, uh, I don't know. Because, like, what what is Murphy playing at? Because, like, I think <laughs> every season, if he would stop six to eight episodes in, he would have a really tight, actually scary, interesting premise but I don't think he likes because he, he also throws in freaking musical numbers and weird the stuff that it just amuses him. Like I think this is right. The exec should say you're getting a 12 episode season. He does it and writes it all, and mm. then they come in and do like a, a musical number, and they're like, "We are actually cutting your season in half, and you only get six. And then he's forced to cut it down to the bare bones, like really good story. Mm-hmm. But huh? he does, huh? yeah, I mean, that's... and they pull that on him every season from here until he 
I don't know. I mean, the other thing is, like, he he does cast a wide net. Like, if 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 you are into something, there's going to be some of that in each season of mm-hmm. American Horror Story. Mm-hmm. Um, I just like I don't know because like uh, I guess I'd prefer it if it stayed tighter and scarier. Um, but usually it ends up getting broad and like genre, you know, genre bashing and all that kind of st- mm-hmm. and and, and uh, mashing up and all that stuff. So. Ah, uh, it was a we- it was a, a crazy episode. It takes us from essentially any day, L.A. to post-apocalyptic uh, bunker story to I don't know some kind of uh, the first post-apocalyptic war. It seems like it's going to be on. I don't right, official- like what the hell ate those horses? Pull drug them under the tree. Wait. Brown, brown walk brown walkers <laughs> uh i, th- I um, think uh official it, prediction giant scorpion like like all like right. straight out of fallout <laughs> all right all right all right um official prediction this is a reality show <laughs> called um apocalypse uh, yeah, Big that Brother. would Big be, Brother Apocalypse. That would be fucking hilarious if they did get people to sign up for like, uh, you know, some kind of Survivor style reality show, and then when they are coming up for the cattle call, you just take a random twelve of them and have dudes in suits and glass and, and sunglasses usher them into a rent a van and hustle them to let's say say that there's the world's ending and there's a bomb going off and you put them in a plane. <laughs> And you take him to some deserted island on a compound, and you just you just think, you just make him think that for whatever reason, because they were in Hollywood or whatever, they got saved. I wonder if you could. I mean, that's that's like that's like almost um, that's almost like a, a legal psychological experiment. I don't I don't think you can do that. I don't I don't think you can just say hey, it's reality television and get away with it. But it would be an interesting premise. Yeah, I agree. If you just took these twelve people, <laughs> like twelve people, and told them they're the last people on Earth and they're just surviving on some desert island. Paradise Island, Apocalypse mm, Island, Apocalypse <laughs> Island. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. Do you have any more thoughts on the the season premiere? No, I'm interested in uh, see what everybody else has to say about it. You can yeah, send in I'm feedback to. Super excited for this season. It's gonna. It looks like it's gonna be a lot of fun. You can send in feedback to ahs at baldmove.com. There's also a forum thread that we have. Uh, the way we're gonna do our format. Uh, so tonight. Uh, the way we think we're going to do format, this might change as we're trying to shift around our schedules and make things work with uh, Cecily's work schedule. But like, uh, we are going to do an instant take after the the the, the episode airs. Then the next night, and I'm, it's 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 uh, going to be recorded either Thursday or Friday. We're going to do a feedback podcast and like I guess further reflections after further review. Like you know, if we read some stuff, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the feedback, uh, but we're going to essentially have instant takes. And then not a full recap, but like a little bit further thoughts and feedback podcast to follow up the next day instead of having a one recap and feedback podcast. It's like two days after the fact. Just try it. Just try it. Just, try, just keeping it loose, uh, see, seeing how things go. Uh, if you want to send feedback, AHS again at baldmove.com, forums.baldmove.com. Find the AHS forum and the thread for this episode. Leave it there. Uh, any closing thoughts? Um. No, that's it. I'm excited to be back. It's almost Halloween, and uh, 
I'm excited to be back with all of you. Yeah, it'll be weird to see how they fit in some kind of Halloween-themed episode in the apocalypse. So they're going to be... Or like, like Asylum. They did a, a Christmas-themed episode. Do you mm. notice the lack of Halloween in Asylum? It was, yeah, did Asylum come late in the year? So they are able to well, go Well, I mean, right it up. always goes Halloween-Christmas. Yeah, it does go to Halloween-Christmas. So. I don't know. Uh, yeah, post-apocalyptic Christmas would be super cool, I think. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh... We will be back in a couple of days. Send in your feedback to the aforementioned channels. And until then, I'm Aaron. And I'm Cecily. Bye.